can you hear the vrooms? I heard that, yeah. Oh, no. Goodness gracious. Yeah, I was, <laughs> was like, huh, that sure isn't a beep beep because it would have been kind of funny to leave in because <laughs> m- my neighborhood has just become swarmed with various like Tesla clusters. And huh. I do not begrudge folks who have Teslas like uh, 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 for, you know, if you aren't a weirdo like me, who has uh, fo- followed Mr. Muskrat since his time at, you know, not quite since PayPal, but how how would you know? Probably, and he, he got a lease, and then in the past two years, like, eh, like, I get it. But I guess people are selling them really cheap, no, quote cheaply, really? but I, yeah. To, wow. Well, because in Chicago, um, <laughs> people will spit on them or damage oh. them or, yeah. Uh, I've wow. only seen it a couple times, but it's on our, like, neighborhood Facebook, and I don't know why you would, like, smash a window for clout and it's it's not just oh like God. oh uh like you this, there are some folks listening to this are like chicago crime and i'm like don't <laughs> don't don't even don't that's start not this conversation don't, don't that's start not, that's and not also, what we're doing here when when they write you know naughty f word uh Elon on the car. I don't think (laughs) (laughs) I I am gonna (laughs) make the uh, assumption that the motivation wasn't to steal something from the car. Anyway, that was a vroom vroom. Um, But well, if there's uh, if you see a Tesla for sale, I'll fly out to Chicago and drive it back home (laughs) for cheap. that's that's the thing. I was wondering how cheap would a Tesla have to get for me to want it? Not not because I, I actually I was like not because of like moral standards because I you you know you're you're not buying a defense contract like it's it's a car um yeah. i'm not defending that monster um if you're new to the show oh god oh my god um but <laughs> i i am like honestly actually not having car play i think i'd keep my hybrid unless it was like <laughs> like with the insurance and stuff is unless it was like here is fifty dollars um and, and i will have your tesla i i i would honestly be a little bit worried about okay what happens if tesla just goes away which sounds like a ridiculous thing it well but not since November last year, since November of last year, that isn't doesn't really sound like a ridiculous thing. And I don't want someone like repairing. I'm really worried about like the secondary, you know, autopilot repairs and oh, yeah. jailbreaking and updates. That would yeah, happen. honestly, yeah. I'm going. <laughs> That's mostly to get, why <laughs> my plan is to get an electric mini. Uh, Mini Cooper, and so Ooh, I don't actually want a Tesla. That's adorable and right? uh, fun. D- does it have CarPlay? 
though? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I, I, I didn't think I had strong opinions uh, about CarPlay until my car had it. Although I did go from cassette tape to CarPlay. So I don't kind of kind of like how people are like, oh, how long have you been kind of into Apple products? And I'm like, I uh, don't know. I it, they were just there from the beginning. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, well, s- speaking of uh, things that I don't like to use because I'm um a, a bit of an Apple uh, f- fanboy, and we, and we we all know this here on Relay yes. FM. Switch on. Yes, <laughs> I know. I'm legally obligated to say it. <laughs> I, yeah, I gotta troll the suits. <laughs> I never meant to. <laughs> I it, I know that it was Zach. Like they uh, asked the question. But I just thought it was so, I just thought it was really uh, funny and reminded me of, not not the slogan, but uh, it, it's it's lovely. And I just thought it was funny that, that they d- dropped it because it, it, it well, <laughs> they did, <laughs> not us. <laughs> not us. Nope. Uh, and I did, like, because that's the type of person that I am, I did make sure that the trolling was okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I it, felt so. super bad when it started showing up in the, in the discord. <laughs> I know it's great though. Now it's, uh, and I'm doing a thing for St. Jude, um, where I want people to donate every time that I say, uh, switch on during the podcast-a-thon because I will be mm-hmm. there yes. in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there will be plenty of opportunities for me to cause chaos. And, I'm and if somehow you don't, uh, you know, aren't, aren't familiar with the rest of Relay FM, switch, switch on. on. For the, the past five years, Relay has been raising money for St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Kathy, can you tell me something about St. Jude? We are so incredibly grateful for the generosity of our community over the last five years, and we would love your support again this year to support the life-saving mission of St. Jude. The fifth annual podcast-a-thon is fast approaching, live on Friday, September 22nd from 12 p.m. to 12 a.m. Eastern. Yes, if you do the math, that is, in fact, 12 hours, and I will be there during those 12 hours, and obviously before and after, but that's a whole other conversation. (laughs) But we need your help to raise as much money as possible for St. Jude before that day too. Donors who make an individual gift of $60 or more will receive a digital bundle of Relay FM wallpapers and screensavers. Last year, our screensaver sent shockwaves through the Relay FM switch on community. So don't miss out. It has been upgraded and is even more incredible. If you can even imagine that being true. Also, donors who make an individual gift of $100 or more will receive our 2023 sticker pack featuring all new designs. 
When you donate this year, please click the blue search employer button on the donation summary page to check if your employer offers an automatic matching gift program. If they do, you'll get an email with details on how to have their match credited to our campaign total. This is amazing because it will help make a big difference uh, on the back end of the admin work. And I'm very excited for that, mainly for all of the admin people. Hi, Jill. Uh, And if you want to get more hands-on, you can start your own fundraising campaign to help us reach our goals while earning exclusive Relay FM Switch On merch. Fundraisers who raise at least $1 will receive a 2023 face-off edition of the Relay FM for St. Jude Challenge Coin. And fundraisers raising $250 or more will also receive this year's incredible desk mat. And new for this year, the top 50 fundraisers at the end of this campaign will receive a limited edition Relay FM for St. Jude tote bag in an all-weather material with laptop sleeve that may have a couple surprises inside. So please go to stjude.org slash relay to donate and to find out more about fundraising. That's stjude.org slash relay to learn more and donate. St. Jude won't stop until no child dies from cancer. With your support, we'll be one step closer to that day. One cure closer, one child closer. This month and every every month, let's cure childhood cancer together. Let's make sure St. Jude doesn't exist anymore. Let's let's get rid of it. Just yes. get rid of Jill's job. Get rid of the podcastathon. Get rid of, I guess, no more again, cancer. The cancer and yeah, yeah. Uh, let Let's say you really, you're like, oh, I don't just hate children. I hate human <laughs> beings, and in fact, I hate Alex Cox and want them to be sad for a month. You can go to um, my. I believe it is. Yes, it is tiltify.com slash Alex Cox slash money, please. And give to my personal campaign because if I reach my fundraising goal, oh, oh God, we're up to almost $880. Don't, oh, wow, we're getting close. I mean, close-ish. I thought I was like, oh, we won't ever get to $3,300 because uh, 10 years ago i uh, told my brother who a uh, cancer boy who now happens to work for google that he's like what would it take to get you to use an android phone and i said it would literally have to mean it would save someone's life and he called me on that this year and uh if if, if You've seen me use an Android phone. It, it's difficult. I, it's a little bit like watching me use Linux and Windows. Yeah. I, I, I it, it's just I, I, again, I am uh, not n- not smart, and more importantly, there aren't many good cases for Android phones. That's like the main thing with this. Like specifically, Cancer Boy is looking at the Google phones that have the worst cases and of course he is yes yes so if you are the top donor you get to pick the case that i use and thank you yeah yeah but really i a few years ago like every feedback form of i'm gonna cut this never mind i was gonna do a bit about how i really need a tote bag which <laughs> I just kept like you know how like when you support uh, public media 
Yeah. Like there's feedback. And I'm always like, please, no more tote bags. Just please, no more tote bags. And then it's like a few years ago, finally, <laughs> public radio stations, bookstores, and libraries were like, okay, we've heard you all. <laughs> Here's yeah, some stuff. No more. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want a tote bag, we'll give it to you. But now I don't have any tote bags. <laughs> <laughs> so I want a tote bag. Oh, and you know what? That's because I'm Alex Cox. And I'm Kathy Campbell. And this is Roboism. A podcast about robots and tech and isms and St. Jude. But yes. mostly robots. Kathy. I haven't talked to you, I think, since WWDC. And yeah. have have you explored the Vision Pro? Um, I know it exists. Okay, okay. Which, you know, let's be honest, is a big thing for me that <laughs> I, like, know things exist. Uh, so starting there. <laughs> this is, uh, don't worry, this is a good thing. It's not me introducing you to another Bitcoin sc- scam or mm-hmm, FTX mm-hmm. or a- a- SBF. This is all good. Okay, good. Because, yeah, it's, uh, it looks cool, way out of my price range for anything fun-related. Uh, because I, I don't, I don't know what I would use it for, like, businessy things, mm-hmm, really. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, I, uh, think it's pretty, and I'm very excited <laughs> for what, uh, people will get to enjoy. You saying that you don't know what you would use it for genuinely excites me. That's the most common that's the most common thing I've heard from folks who aren't giant nerds like us or people who are even VR in th- headset enthusiasts mm-hmm. and are really into gaming they are kind of like yeah I mean I get it but I you know I'm not super into AR I'm yeah, I I like VR and Im- immersive stuff that presents an incredible opportunity to uh, all of us that the 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 issue <laughs> the, the issue, issue on the table the, the issue on the table is one the price of $3500 which got literal gasps from the crowd and groans at WWDC which you know um i i get man <laughs> Mm-hmm. Dude is right. Oh boy. <laughs> and uh, the s- second issue, l- let's say this was a free device. The second issue is obviously not everyone is a developer or programmer, nor should everyone have to be. But what our world is today was completely created and facilitated by developers, hackers, and the folks who gave them money. Large companies, venture capital, and as well as angel investors and venture capitalists. And I am not like 
doing the thing where I'm placing blame on someone. I'm talking just about like the the literal objective fact of our worlds has and business, including entertainment, has been shaped by geeks, myself included. I indulge in uh, happily, honestly, in computers and all of my work and uh, most of your work, Kathy, involves using the software that has been designed and honed by folks who have uh, typically been raised on the same sort of computing that has existed since the Macintosh. Yeah. We have Apple has introduced a new software, Vision OS. But it's also the first time there is a fully true operating system that is for spatial computing. And if you've listened to the show before, called it, called it, <laughs> mother of deafers, I called it. Um, not that, <laughs> um, and spatial computing is. I think different than ambient computing, which is also another thing I believe in deeply. That's another episode. Uh, do you know the distinction I mean, Kathy? I don't think uh, I've really talked about it here. Oh, no, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. That's <laughs> Kathy. You give yourself so little credit and it makes me so angry. The whole reason I asked you to be the co-host of the show it was selfishly because uh, you know many, if not most, of my flaws and, and quirks, and that was the selfish reason. But, oh, and because you're one of my best friends and I wanted to talk to you, hopefully once a week, uh, but because you use technology every single day, but you do not come at tech from a mindset of a developer, which yeah. is good because I know from this show and the other shows that you've appeared on, like Clockwise, that you are very passionate about, you know, maybe you're, you know, aren't thrilled about every single, you know, new cable update. I'm really excited to have more threaded cables. Really just, oh, yes. But actually, you should be excited about that, too, because I'm sure you'll get more animals who will like to chew, chew cables as my cat. I actually have never had an animal chew on cables. You will, though. You will. <laughs> I, I know it's going to happen. Hopefully not for a long time because yeah. we are full up at our house exactly. until something passes. Yeah. And that's that's the thing. I'm, I am not saying sometime soon, but I do think... That we won't have, you know, through not not just wireless charging, but tr true again with ambient computing, there's ambient charging. Like, I think that you'll still within our lifetimes, we're going to have, I think, a way to just charge through the air. And I know that more animals will come into your life. That is the only time I will say that I am far more confident <laughs> than you in something that will happen. But uh, anyway, the you know what? I'll, I'll ask you this because... Uh, everyone has talked about Vision OS and the Vision 
Quest Vision Quest Pro. Oh no. I'm okay. Everything's okay. Uh-huh. That that was just a symbol. Um and uh, the Apple Vision Pro um although tomorrow September 12th the new iPhones are coming out and honestly it makes me a little bit sad only because I just want to talk about Vision OS all the time, all day, every day. <laughs> but you're not excited about the about Vision OS, which is totally reasonable. What's the tech thing that you're most excited about right now? Doesn't it even need to be robots or an ism. <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, probably OmniFocus right now. Yes, because it's yes. your fault. I, I, okay. We should get some preface. We should have an, no, we, we should talk about this next week and uh, do a, because we're legally required um, not to mention the iPhone or any Apple event until everyone cooler than me has talked about it. It is that's not true. That was me. That is that is literally that not true. was really mean to yourself. That, that was how dare uh, you? No, and mean as if anyone would actually say that. More, <laughs> more was that. But um, I. OmniFocus is a great example of uh, for me ambient and spatial computing and uh, contextual computing, which is also a phrase that our friend David Sparks uses. And I warned you that this is a task manager. This isn't really a task manager. It is just kind of an OS for your life. And it very much just augments your actions wouldn't you say yeah i think that's a really good way of putting it um so listen to my show conduit if you want some more you know context or whatnot about this but like my life has been kind of not falling apart necessarily but i've definitely been missing um things in my like work life and day-to-day life and whatnot. And uh, finally talking to Alex made it realize like, yeah, obviously Todoist is not clicking uh, the way that I want it to. Um, And so through a combination of a variety of different um, sources, uh, I've been building up my OmniFocus in a way that is already being really helpful. Uh, And part of that includes like some Zapier and I'm sure there's going to be shortcut option things coming along the lines and just like figuring out what I need in my life um, and trying to automate as much as possible. Mm -hmm. I've used OmniFocus for as long as I think I've been uh, able to uh, afford it. Well, no, as when I convinced my <laughs> parents that it was in, you know, the, like t- 2007, that it, it, yeah, no, it is worth $100 a year. I promise, mom, um, which it yeah. absolutely is. But like I said, t- it takes a lot 
a, a lot of work to uh, learn something new, much like, you know, people are going to have to learn spatial computing because it very much, you know, I'll save, I'll save it for next week, but it very much divides up your life in interesting ways. But my favorite thing about OmniFocus, other than it, the way it helps me with my um, mental health, uh, health, is how it just sort of spreads everything out for you in a way that only lets you focus on um, what you need to in that moment. And uh, what excites me about Vision OS, what I was getting to is that we have this opportunity to figure out what our priorities are and not have them be dictated by large companies initially. (laughs) That's why folks need to get ahead of it. And to to actually my honestly to my shock and delight apple has been encouraging developers to come to what they're calling like labs where you can bring your current software and see how it works on the vision pro see you know a little bit more uh, how the device works and f- <laughs> they they even in their regular old app store they've been showing off de- developers experiencing this which is unprecedented and it goes with my strong convention con- conviction that this just is not a new operating system or a new device but a new paradigm and a new just i i've talked about this on dubai friday but just a completely new era in how we interact with tech and with one another probably (laughs) (laughs) and that probably is very much dependent on what kind of apps are created for this how companies encourage us to use it and the different ways people will think about how to create stuff for this device, which is uh, another episode, the ideas I've had about uh, it. Um, But honestly, normally I don't necessarily delve into the Apple rumors stuff as much as I used to when I was a kid, not for any particular reason other than like time constraints. Right. But there's been rumors for a while of uh, the, I, I guess, Siri as its own I mean, it, it, it's rumors, but have you heard this rumor that Apple is working on a way to have a conversation with Siri and you are will be able to use Siri and Siri shortcuts to create more 
application type things for yourselves that aren't just, you know, short shortcuts, but much more robust things without having to use something like Swift. And more importantly, you won't need a separate device to create these programs or uh, maybe they'll just call them apps. Who who knows? I I don't know. It's hard it's hard for me to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, I think this or I think that because I'm not like involved in so many different things and being able to. Honestly, I don't know. And I don't even know where to begin to even start thinking about it. And I see you're saying that in a way that seems a little bit d- downtrodden and that. That makes me excited. Like it, it doesn't. <laughs> there's again, like it, it. The SDK was released a few weeks ago. Like this is not. <laughs> I don't expect or even like. It, it's not like I'm like Kathy. Get on I it. Know. We need to. <laughs> we need to make stuff. I, I. I'm saying that you. I mean you. You do make things you make systems and and just amazing aspects of your business that you have created that run kind of like in the like literal if like we were to get into like the programming weeds which uh, by weeds I mean the simplest terms and like the very (laughs) little I know (laughs) like that is what you are doing you are doing if this then that functions and and uh, you know I I don't even know what I'm really talking about but but like (laughs) How how you're using OmniFocus is a way you are building a system to help augment your life in the same way that I, you know, in uh, already the Omni group has been like, oh, yeah, we're all over Vision OS. And uh, Sal Segoyan of uh, OmniFocus or from he works on all of Omni. But if you don't know who Sal Sigoyan is he is like the godfather of automation except probably uh not scary i mean i'm scared of him as in i'm intimidated by him but he worked <laughs> at apple and developed apple script and now he works at the omni group developing all of these automations for OmniFocus that are ideally going to be much easier for people to use because he admits like Apple script doesn't make any sense anymore. (laughs) But um, (laughs) what I I am with my roundabout, uh, my roundabout just constant mumbling and excitement is that I really believe there is a world's uh, a few years out that, is it could be shaped by folks m- making things on their own without the uh, I- influence, not even just influence, but like the literal just by neurodivergent i mean that in all of the divergences uh, uh, the way that everyone has a different way of thinking 
that is what excites me because saying right now, I don't know, is awesome because it means you haven't and most folks haven't been like, yeah, I uh, would I wouldn't use it to like play games or answer email. Why that doesn't make sense. And it's like, yeah, yeah, exa- exactly. That's that's great because someone else decides that that's how we've used computers and has decided that's what's going to be uh, in our headsets whether it's meta (laughs) i can't even say it (laughs) now when i say meta i'm like god just just use facebook uh whether, whether it is mark zuckerberg or timothy cook they have an expectation of what folks are going to use this for but again to my extreme excitement when apple gave its typical line of uh we can't wait to see what you do with it i truly believe it because i don't know if they really know fully how folks are going to interact with augmented reality on a daily basis because yeah. no one has uh, um there what sorry not <laughs> no one at the scale of how many vision pros are going to be sold has interacted with VR very few people including myself have uh, even used the snap glass not not just the uh you know snapchats glasses like there were some that just had cameras on them but there was also some that were fully ar like you could create the filters with the glasses and not using the app it was super cool but it kind of unfortunately died on the vine and it's also in apple's benefit for folks to create apps obviously because they take a chunk from the uh, sales of the app store but they're also you know the only ones with an apple pencil they're the only ones uh with uh, you know all, all the great apple stuff and right. <laughs> but but right now they're also like i'm i'm not saying it's a good thing that hey they will at first have a monopoly on spatial computing but i am excited because i think they have the tools to empower more people to uh, take control of their computer experiences uh, including what you can do on the mac right now with you were just saying how you're doing stuff with automation and i can do things with shortcuts that i literally couldn't have have dreamed of but before like i can make game text games with shortcuts (laughs) and uh i and you know it's only been a few it's only been a few years yeah i'm i'm so excited for people to be excited for this i'm excited to see what they create because i don't know if you know this but people are really freaking incredible uh and really smart and mm-hmm. i love what they're able to make with things um i'm not sure if this will necessarily like be for me or what i would even be i i'm first off no way i'm going to be able to afford it but 
Like, yeah, me, me either. No yeah, way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but if Apple was a semi one, like for boring, sort of tangentially created, like connected uh, Apple person, sure, I'm more than happy to do that service for you. Uh, but something tells not me. Boring. No. Not boring. Not yeah. boring. Literal uh, unicorn. No, no, no. Yeah. Not boring. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm excited to see kind of what comes down the street. And I know that eventually you'll be even more excited by what people start to make. Yeah. Because again, I truly, truly don't believe, but I believe we could possibly make it. So this is not another uh, iPhone. And I adore my iPhone. But there is... This is another episode, but (laughs) there is a reason that the first iPhone didn't have an app store and it wasn't because there wasn't an infrastructure for it. It was a choice. And... I mean, have you been in the app store recently and seen some of the ads uh no i don't just like scroll through the app store okay i I don't do that either search okay okay (laughs) listen no problem if it is like if if you do that uh but i just if so first off, I very rarely even add new apps to my phone. Uh, and when I do, I immediately go to the little magnifying glass. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the problem. That's almost exactly what I do. I've talked about my favorite app drafts before. One of my favorite apps, all the great apps. Um, but Kathy, do you have your phone nearby? Yes. Can you go search on the App Store drafts? Not DraftKings. Well, what's the first thing that pops up? Uh, Better Fantasy and Sportsbook. Uh, yes. Yep, yep, yep. I am the very first thing, at, at least for me, when you go to drafts, is an ad that... DraftKings has Sportbook and Casino has purchased, which is not the application drafts, um, but they've purchased an ad that is huge, even on this big but iPhone 12 Max, and takes up half of the screen. And I find that incredible. Just increasingly, it's really, really, really gross. Like, we joke about how the ads on X.com are now just, <laughs> like, gambling uh, and crypto and uh, the, like, not even m- porn. Like, apps that are, like, you you can talk to this avatar. Like, <laughs> like most of the sex workers have, have left because it's so bad. But it, it, the app store is kind of garbage for me at this point. And again, I'm not I'm not just like scrolling about. Uh honestly, actually I, sometimes I will do that. And the editors 
work really hard on the App Store. They they have uh, feature editors and they'll put together uh, something like, oh, oh um, hey, Federico Vitici, look at all the stuff he does with shortcuts. Oh, Tybury, has Tybury Joe been featured? He should be at some point. Get yeah, Tybury totally Joe in should. there. Um, saying, hey, this is this great app. Here's what he does with it. And even though those are kind of few and far between, but very often it's like well, editor features of a favorite new uh, ca- calendar apps. And it's not Google Calendar. It's things like Fantastical and other smaller company like when I say smaller companies I mean not but behemoths they're very popular but they're not uh does that make sense they're not part of the the big five yeah uh when I when I'm looking for a new app for something specific I never go to the app store and search I always am searching in google and like looking at people's articles and what they say to find the thing for what like what I need Mm -hmm. like what is gonna fit what I need the most I thought that was the majority of folks I thought that was just kind of a obvious thing to to do if you're not like uh I, I I don't know. That just I guess because that's what I would do be- before the the <laughs> app store. But so many uh, people, uh, non geeks, and even like younger kid geeks, uh, I'm like, why do you have the app store on your home screen? <laughs> I don't know if you know, Kathy. I have some opinions about uh, what? Uh, the. I know, right? Um, and. <laughs> And uh, some some kids even have it in the dock. And I'm like, wait, why? And uh, they've all said the same thing of like, oh, well, what if I want to look up a new app? And it's like, oh, yeah, that is the most logical thing. You should, uh, you know, the way Apple totes its apps, uh, totes out its app store you'd think that that would be the best place to find good information about the best possible app for whatever your need is. Right. But that's not the case. And I was like, oh, oh, no. Um, Because that we could have had a world like that, but we don't. Um, and 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 they were. Uh, this was actually another really interesting thing. I know this is, is a tangent, but I talked to a few kids who say that the, the reason they open the app store a lot is because they go in to manually update their apps because they want to make sure that something weird isn't happening mm. to break it or like there is some new paid feature that they don't that's being taken away that they don't want and I'm like yeah you guys yes you, yes you're yes 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 and it just I mean goes to show that I, I the like theory that uh, you know digital literacy is there is kind of like covered in, at, yeah. at this point and it's like yeah oh that that makes total sense I'll allow yes. it. I'll allow you to have that on your home <laughs> screen child um do, does little soup ha- have that I I wonder I don't know if I've ever ask them about that i know they do do a lot of the widget smith 
than like the shortcuts, like making it look pretty thing and use the Mm -hmm, app mm -hmm. library a ton. But I would not be surprised if they did, in fact, do that. Yeah, that uh, I I that makes sense too actually. Like if your favorite theme that you've been using has been put behind a paywall and suddenly, you know, it's like, well, yeah. No, the, that that bad. Um and there there's this opportunity to prevent what the App Store has become on iOS. I think I, again. I think there's a possibility yeah. to make. I don't. I don't see that happening though. This was made for by a just like this was made with a choice. I like, I I know. Okay, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I can't believe I'm going to say this. But <laughs> in this instance, the capitalistic goals of Apple kind of line up with how I feel and and want software to to be oh, it's so gross to say that but but like the, the there's a reason that at least that they only allow in-app purchases and it ends up you know screwing over small developers but what it does for for me and uh, I I all of us keeps our data at least safer from apps like Lyft and Google and Facebook and all of that other stuff. And I know it's a really complicated ecosystem, but in, in this case, Apple continues to say that they value privacy because, you know, the, the reason that I see a drafts King um, ad, at least it's not because it, the app store knows my activity. Like it shows up, specifically be because I typed in drafts. It's not like right. I play, let's say I play like not l literal mon money gambling apps, but you know, like Candy Crush or something, which is also predatory, but it, it, you know, um, just something that has like those fun uh, reward instincts. Oh, I can't think of... Um, what is it called? Um, random. Sorry, Jim. That that's okay. People people know what I'm talking about. Um, you know, like a slot machine thing. You pull a lever. Sometimes, uh, you, you get it. Sometimes you don't. The kids these days call them uh loot boxes. Like when you have to <sighs> spend money on um. Oh, this is a something in Pokemon Go. Actually, uh, sometimes they lock certain Pokemon behind uh, behind a paywall because you need to buy uh, the you need to use your poke coins to spend <laughs> money on uh, pokey eggs to, or incubate and incubators for those pokey eggs and luckily a lot of people are like uh no that is just like straight up gambling because it's an egg you don't know what's in there like you're pulling uh, you're just pulling that slot machine lever yeah. and that is why i don't actually gamble because i know i would have zero self-control um but i don't get gambling ads in the app store until until uh, there's just something i just type in something that 
<laughs> oh God, it makes me so sad. I'm sorry. I am I am really sad for anyone that has a gambling addiction and is trying to stay yeah. away from it. Yeah. And it's gosh, there's there's been all of this stuff um with Twitch. Uh, oh God, that's a have have you seen did did you follow the t- Twitch sort of um I guess not drama, but uh, like controversy around their gambling. I'm gonna say no. Um, it, it Twitch has banned uh, gambling. Um, I, I want to, uh, finally, uh, because there was zero, like there there were zero age restrictions, and there were these streamers who knew how to game the system like kids could give them money for them for the streamer themselves to like gamble for them and it was you know veiled as it's a community experience and the streamers like look at how much money i've gotten oh my gosh and it, it it was like worse than an MLM because kids aren't dumb. They n- know that like gambling is risky and it's it, it's just incredibly predatory in a way that was truly disgusting that eventually, you know, Twitch uh, gamble gambling streamers were were banned Um but there are, you, you know, still other avenues for that. Not in the app store right now. Uh, But I bet it would be really appealing to a lot of people, myself included, uh, to to like walk into a a a virtual Vegas hotel, not not be initially just because of gambling, but like, oh, that, that would be just a fun, cool thing. And that would make a whole, whole, whole lot of money for a lot of people. And we don't need to let that happen. We don't, like, TikTok is here to stay, like, ads are here to stay, but letting things into our most intimate and personal spaces, that is something, at least, I think we'll finally, possibly, hopefully, have the ability to claim back some agency and that's i mean uh, honestly the the people who don't have a a problem with elon musk or are just like oh whatever i don't care i'll still use twitter uh will eventually stop have eventually stopped using it because there is basically no agency in how you use that app anymore like the the, you're following um like you you barely see your followers mine's straight up broken i don't see mentions occasionally pop in there to see if anyone is sent like unless it's a dm i don't see any of my messages it's it's just i'm seeing stuff that i did not choose to see nor do i want to see does that make sense like not even just not even just like gross gambling and sports ads but in it's mostly crypto ads it's all right now yeah it's everywhere and it's so frustrating and annoying yeah using the robots for bad yeah, yeah. Le- Le- we would never do such a thing. No, no. But but uh, com- you know what companies are incentiv- incentivized to do? Make us more cyborgs. And 
I, I I still maintain, I'm using and a lot, but I maintain that if you wear glasses, you are a cyborg. Benjamin Franklin, uh, yeah. cyborg. Also because he played with electricity. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, and uh, to be fair, just so like nobody comments, uh, yes, Ben Franklin made bifocals, not glasses. We're aware of that. Still a cyborg. Oh, yes. No, I I, uh, like Thomas Edison. I'm not giving uh, Benjamin Franklin credit for anything, even though he claims Because he stole a lot of his stuff. But it's fine. It's fine. Uh, It's that's that's okay. Um, It's not. But uh, (laughs) this was supposed to be an upbeat episode, Kathy. I'm sorry. You failed. (laughs) Have you you heard the show before? (laughs) I know. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's what, what I, I'm saying is there are I what, what okay uh what social media are you using right now um variety of things mm-hmm. uh for myself tends to be mostly like Instagram Uh, yeah, like I'll dabble around with my TikTok on Twitter just for one of my companies because the Wheel of Time community on uh, is very, very strong on Twitter, like Mm -hmm. mainly only on Twitter. Um, And so like I am signed on to that account. Um replying and commenting and stuff uh youtube i guess is kind of a social media mm-hmm. maybe yeah. I, absolutely yeah uh that's about it i'm i'm usually you know i mean i guess slack and discord mm-hmm. that's a whole lot more than a few years ago and right now yeah all <laughs> very big companies my main place to hang out is Mastodon um, because that's where the nerds are. But now getting on th- threads, it has been a-, a fun time because it's, you know, connected to Instagram and get to talk to people again, similar in a similar way that I did on Twitter. But like Blue Sky is its own I- interesting situation and uh, right now it is uh, annoying to check different things especially you know if you, like you you are a part of different communities uh like po- my pokemon go community uh, pretty much everyone is still on x.com um because you know they they're not nerds well, the Pokemon <laughs> Go community isn't nerds. They they are they are not decentralized federation types oh, of, of nerds. Uh, but even as as like Twitter literally ceases to function in most cases, like yeah. c- communities are s- splitting up and going to creating their own discords or or even like oh Facebook communities kind of works works well or in um there's this new service called campfire that niantic the company that runs pokemon go 
uses for for you to like chat with people if if you want chat with people who are local to you and i was so so sad when you know all it, it, it's it twitter just becoming what it is has sucked for absolutely everyone having to keep track of people in different places yeah it it is annoying but what also seems to have happened is there is a lot less it's still there there is a lot less toxicity in all of the places i hang out on the internet now because i've been able to opt out and and not interact with people i don't enjoy which isn't yeah. A situation in twenty that would have been possible in twenty fourteen. The oh god, people are are again using the the term. Oh, it's the it's going to be the wild west of of the internet again, which I just yeah. think is a, a funny term. I was guilty of saying that about podcasting too. The <laughs> you know, darn it, yeah, I still think RSS is punk rock. Um, but but RSS is has come back. Uh, yeah, there are problems with Substack, but you know what? Uh, it, you, at the very least, own your stuff and can export it very easily. I've done it and, and tried, and it's, you know, they obviously, their incentive is to have everyone's email address, but that's the incentive of Patreon. But Patreon won't let you have an RSS feed. Uh and yeah. <laughs> Twitter and Mastodon, yes, you can have an RSS feed, but Threads has promised they might, they might hopefully allow <laughs> that eventually. Um, and I just, right now, there is more agency, even though the choices are kind of kind of crappy right now. You did not sound thrilled when I asked you what what social networks you were on. I should say, what's what's your favorite place to hang out with people on the internet? Is it Discord? You think? Probably Discord. Hmm. I mean, but then there's like a couple Slack communities that I'm still like deeply involved in the incomparable slack um my drag amount slack uh that type of stuff i don't know i'm just i'm so so tired i don't have energy to like socialize unless i am forcing myself which i am trying to do more often i had a uh, lunch with a friend in person yesterday That's awesome. we cooked burgers and asparagus and sat outside in their really cool and i meant that temperature wise it is is it is great it's by a little like creek thing uh but like it's super shady and and in this little valley so it stays cooler because it was like 78 degrees yesterday it's mm-hmm, supposed to be mm-hmm. like 85 today which boo, <gasps> boo. not a fan of that um, but for the most part, I'm also like, I will talk to people when they reach out wherever they reach out, um, and not necessarily like other places. So I don't know, uh, how to answer that really. That, uh, that's a perfect answer though. 
I, I've been the same way. When's the last time I've reached out to you? When's the last time I reached out to anyone? I'm better about it, but uh, hey, everyone, listen to Conduit and do by Friday if you want more context. The uh, That amount of overwhelm, not going to say it can be solved by Fission OS. No, no, no. But I am saying that it, you know, having boundaries in our lives and having things in certain contexts, it's it's really, you know, how how hard it is. And for a really long time, my phone helped me do that. It still helps me do it. I just need to fight it tooth and nail to not give me notifications I don't want or ads I don't yeah. want. And uh, there's software like OmniFocus that is n- very niche, yes, but helps with um I truly it's it's I don't think it is a like toxic productivity thing. Like it helps me think about things in a different way helps it remind me um, to talk to certain people and it I, I it's a way you know that there's ways to organize our lives in I I guess it sounds like I'm saying almost like a oh yes be completely optimal uh, product productivity to the max. But uh, what I guess I'm, I'm trying to think about is how putting things in different contexts it, it used to feel easier with a phone because you also had the accessibility of knowing you could contact the outside worlds. Um, so it added this layer of, um, at least for me, safety and caused less anxiety because I was like, oh, I'm not going to get lost and I can call my parents if I, I do. <laughs> oh, stuff stuff like that. Or like, oh, I don't need... <laughs> I don't need to bring 10 10 planes on a book. Oh, my. I don't need to bring 10 books on a plane. All of the things that are now are boring about smartphones. But this is going to sound gross. But what if you met up with someone you hadn't seen in a while and, uh, you know, they stuff appeared on the screen that you would in a different time in a different life would know like if you know like if they were pregnant like if they were feeling well if they wanted a hug or not and yeah ideally you would communicate and talk that way but also I, I I guess Ideally, used to you used to find uh, partners and friends um, in. I hate the word meet space, uh, but now most of my friends I met on the internet, and we hang out uh, in person when we can. But pandemics aren't are probably going to happen again. A lot of human isolation. Is happening right now and will 
probably continue as climate stuff happens. And it's, it's all doom and gloom and very upsetting and depressing, but, and so we're going to have to spend a lot of us are going to have to spend more time with technology, whether it be for our jobs or our sanity. And like, if, if you build it, capitalism will come. Obviously, yes. that's that will happen. But uh, that I mean, that happened with the BlackBerry. People blame the iPhone for so many things. But after reading and reading the a, a book that is now a movie about BlackBerry, this was going to happen anyway. <laughs> there was yeah. all already it it was happening. So it's almost like I maybe I am like it's it's a race. <laughs> yeah. because, and like it it's a race and it's a it, it's a race to get the most accessible tools. I I am not also I'm not even just talking about headsets, but Things like AirPods, or uh, not not AirPods, um, even though, you know, we've talked about how that makes you a cyborg, I think, and they're amazing. AirTags make my life so much better. Apple doesn't really make, uh, other than locking you into an ecosystem, that's not a thing that really, like, they don't sell a ton of them, and it still makes life easier. I, I, I don't know. Um, people didn't like the touch bar or the keys on the, uh, oh, the Apple laptops for so, so long. And, uh, oh God, I don't want to say vote with your dollar, but like th- people ch- cared about their working conditions and, lives and it's i i i don't know did do you see what like i'm trying to imagine in like in a way that isn't this tech gross tech utopian libert- libertarian type thing but in a way it's like we have the ability to rethink stuff because the people who are in charge now have always been in charge and they've always used the same type of computer. And I don't think they're going to be very good at it. Like how, how you like, I, I don't really know how I'll use uh vision OS or AR. I don't think like Uber is probably scrambling. Not probably. It's definitely scrambling to be like, okay, how are we going to use this with our customers like how are we going to make money from this but they they they're all thinking the same way and trying to expand their thinking but you know most of them did not grow up with an iphone or any any phone as their primary device yeah i i I feel like i'm just saying like the kids are our future (laughs) now yeah but but they are but they are it's the natural order of things but i mean this is just something it's a completely new thing it's a totally new paradigm 
And there's, it gives me a sliver of hope. I, I mean, feel like that's I good. Just, <laughs> I feel like you. I've just made you feel far worse about all of these possibilities. <laughs> no, I just, I just, I don't think I care enough. Like because I, nothing I do right now, um, is in the thinking of the future phase. Like I'm, I'm very reactive with. The stuff. Even when I go on clockwise, I tend to not um, like any sort of speculation. Um, and so, like, I do, I don't know what what is going to happen, and I'm fine with that. Mainly because, like, I don't need to make any decisions until I know most of the information. So, I I don't know. Um, I'm sure I'm excited to see what happens, but kind of along the same lines that I was, um, quote unquote, excited for automation things because I don't really use it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Well, you're using OmniFocus now and. uh, Yeah, well, it's not working yet, so (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) We'll see. But you are aware. You, I disagree. You do plan for the future. Maybe, maybe not through like speculating about hardware or software, but people's actions and how the the world is in general. Because you're a business unicorn. Yeah, that's true. And it. Uh oh, oh gosh, what did you mention? Oh, um, how um, amazing Jill and the team at St. Jude now have. Oh, oh is it Tiltify? It is Tiltify. Yep. Like Tiltify. It's so much easier to raise money for stuff. Yeah, and it's Tiltify is way less. <sighs> GoFundMe takes a big chunk. Yeah. of your stuff. Patreon takes a big old chunk of your stuff. And uh y- you all chose the, uh, the the best way to help the most people with as little friction as possible. Yeah. That's awesome. Like I just keep thinking about how many people are individually helping raise money for St. Jude. Like five years ago, it was a relay and and kind of the hosts raise money for St. Jude. But it was really um, Stephen and Mike hosting the podcast-a-thon and everyone kind of contributing a little. And now it's... And then in the years following, it was more shows and hosts and stuff. And in the past couple of years, it's the entire Relay community. Not because people didn't want to, you know, help or didn't or weren't incredibly generous, but because the tech just wasn't there. The accessibility wasn't there. Like, I, I mean... The other day, you and I were uh, streaming with M- Maddie V, 
And he doesn't need to keep track of, you know, how many dollars are like how many like dollars are raised so that like he doesn't need to deal with the VAT taxes and and all of that because folks like you thought of better ways to raise money and help people and to make lives better. Yeah. I mean, I do what I can. But uh yeah. Uh and with that saying, go to tiltify.com slash at super Mrs. Soup slash unicorning dash four dash saint dash Jude. I did not plan this out very well. Uh and you can uh get a little bit of magic in your own life um and help me decide which tank top to purchase for podcast with on. I am very, very excited about this. Make the everyone make it so that the podcastathon has to be 24 hours. It's going to happen oh, eventually. You know what's going to happen, Kathy. It will. Oh, it will. I'm already tired. I know. Listen, I know. It's going to be. I know. <laughs> but uh, I think my excitement comes at how much better my life has gotten and how much better my brain works sometimes. Because of uh, not just the amazing uh, advances in healthcare, like St. Jude does with childhood cancer, but consumer software that people make and systems that people like you create to just bring delight and goodness into the world. There's... not incentives for large companies to do that, obviously, but people are doing it and it works. It is astounding. $2.5 million? Mm-hmm. Like, wow. And, and you know what? You and uh, Mike and S- Steven and uh, and even Jason, like you're all d- just g- killing yourselves with how hard you are working uh, because you care so, so, so much. We do. Yes. And that's that's what I want tech to do. And as tech changes, as more people have more access to it, that's going to become easier or more likely we'll, you know, we'll all raise more money. And because everyone cares so much, (laughs) you'll you'll still be exhausted. So we are currently at... $254,273.33 the fundraising target is $293,000 it would be absolutely bananas if we were able to get that goal done by podcast-a-thon so we have a week and a half as we're recording this uh, almost two weeks before Mm we uh, get there Um, just freaking ridiculous let's get this to happen Oh, heck yeah. I mean, it uh, and it will, which I have no doubt. And last year was a, I uh, said that and I was like, oh, my God, what if somehow 
the the universe and like i'm completely wrong about like every sort of you know like spiritual deity that i I believe in and that was like oh god uh nope (laughs) everyone thinks they're everyone's the main character of their minds and i i I think i said on this podcast oh yeah like absolutely we're gonna meet the goal and uh, this year yes absolutely we're going to meet this goal but i i think that actually like last year Stephen and Mike decided to keep it open because so many people found out about the fundraiser after the podcastathon because it was mm, yeah. so amazing. And uh, now, and which was great, which is amazing, but way more people know about the podcastathon because of the amazing work and infrastructure that. Jill and Kathy and Stephen and Mike and so many people that I don't know and never will, but am eternally grateful for their hard work. The people who are using the switchboard in uh, the I, I assume they have a because there's a whole darn set like the people, yeah. you know, sw- this would would not have been possible. And uh, I want St. Jude to have a million vision uh, pros is I think what my takeaway is. Yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> okay. Pros <laughs> I mean, Hey, the, the, uh, iPad has helped with a bunch of, uh, cool, like uh, all of the, ro- think of all of the robots doing surgery right now. Right. Yeah. It's, there is there is hope. There's a smidgen. No, there's more a smidgen of hope because there are many unicorns out there. Yes. Kathy is one in a million, but luckily there are millions of people on this there, earth. Um, there are billions. Well, I mean, yes, but there are also millions. So <laughs> there are many there, millions. There are dozens of people on the earth. As there well. are more than five. <laughs> I don't know why that tickled me, but it did. (laughs) Kathy, again, where can people find you on the internet at the moment? Uh, You should go to uh, relay.fm slash membership. I don't know. There might be an S. I, I thought know. you so were just going to say St. Jude. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. No, go to, go to stjude.org slash relay um, and then come and hang out in the Discord. Yeah. and Yes. And uh, we will have the links to membership in the show because, uh, oh, along with all of this amazing fundraising, there's even more community support and building things up in our Discord. It's a lot of fun. And I've yes. been hanging out in there more. And I'm always just blown away by the kindness of people. Yeah, so people we'd love to have you. Yeah. All right. I'm Alex Cox. I'm Kathy Campbell. And this has been... Nope, that's you. 
it's it's both of us. Wait, Kathy What's said, going on? and this is, and it's tropism. This is a combination. This is a co-hosted podcast. I just talked a lot today because I have a lot of optimism. And I'm trying <laughs> because I'm Alex Cox and you are Kathy Campbell. And what is this? I don't know. This it's is Robuism. Robuism. Yes. Thank, Thank you for listening. listening. Optimistic. I know why it's inside.